there's not a lot to there's not a lot to recap. You guys eked out a victory, and you solved a pretty obscene puzzle riddle, and so you now know how to how to combine these two these two pieces to make the accordion. You haven't done that yet, but you know what it does. So, uh, can you remind questions? me? It does something really cool, but what does it do? Yeah, so it follows the five E item, the amulet of the planes. I'm calling okay. it the planes Smith accordion. But if you ever need to like remember what it does, I'm just that almost to a T. If you look that up, the the it's not quite as powerful in that it takes a full minute to play the song. To cast a spell instead of just as an action, and it has a one-week cooldown, so you can't just keep doing it over and over. But otherwise, it follows all the same things that's in the Amulet of the Planes, which is like allows you to cast Plane Shift, but occasionally can can go haywire and send you like totally random places. Is it like a small percentage of the time for you guys? Probably because you you could game it, I think, pretty well with with having a bard in the crew, because um, you have to make a I think an intelligence check. It's like a DC 15 for it to work, for it to not potentially go haywire. Can I? I really, because it's an intelligence, right? So it would be um, Pretty sure, yeah. Baron who would play it. Um, yeah, <laughs> it would be. I'd like to, can I make it canon that it is Bazell teaching Baron how to play this musical instrument? Yeah, I like that. And that's what like the bardic yeah. inspiration and the guidance are. I think that's a really cool okay. flavor to have for this. Yeah. For for me helping with those checks. So you 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 must have dabbled in accordion, or or at least you, in your time at the college, you. I dated a guy who <laughs> okay. played the accordion. I'm surprised uh, Bazell would would admit things about her old flames. <laughs> you never know, Bazell's like Maybe an she's onion. opening up. You gotta, she's opening up. Peel the, the layers back. <laughs> At level seven. This is actually why Bazell knows how to play every single instrument known to mankind. Yeah. <laughs> she just goes around like, it's like, uh, like taking, like stealing powers. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, like rogue or like yeah. whatever, like assuming somebody else's powers. What's a, that was a MacGuffin right. in one of the X-Men movies, wasn't it? Heroes. Yeah, that it was heroes. That's right. Yeah, with uh, yeah. what was the, the bad guy's name? Yeah, uh, Siler. Siler. Yeah. Siler. Yeah. And it was uh the dude that played uh Spock, right? In it yeah. Was, yeah, dude. Whose that's name a is? That was a throwback. Uh, whose name is? It's on the tip of my tongue. Not Carl Urban. That's no. Yeah, it's not Chris Pine. Uh, like, Zachary a, Quinto. Yeah, there it is. it is. Very nice. Deep cut. Boom. My claim to fame is that a friend of mine has his phone number in her phone because they've hung out in New York City together. Whoa. And I was like, can I please call Spock? And she's like, no, I can't. Do that. <laughs> <laughs> what did awesome. he pick up? Is she called? I mean, he's the one who gave it to her, so okay. yeah. That'd be, that's I don't know. Cool. She's she's in like the music scene and out there. He liked her at the place they were at together. That sounds that sounds fucking miserable to me. 
Good to go. I'll kick it off. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so back in the ambient heat of the cabin by the cauldron, various Ashfort's crew move about the empty room, eagerly setting up tables and workbenches. There is a sense of newfound excitement and purpose. Galandra Luna, chief among them, barks out the occasional order and looks with determination back to the motionless lava. He folds his arms behind him and becomes lost in thought. Well, some of the crew are kind of seem to be setting up a operating base in this cabin around you guys. What are you guys working on? You uh, who are you asking? Boss Just man? the room. Yeah, one of the one of the little pipsqueak scientists is like, yeah, uh, uh, Glandro boss uh, told us he's got some ideas about harvesting maybe some of the energy up here, you know, for the war effort. Hmm. He was just telling the us outside effort? a moment ago. Well, it's not really, we're not really in a war, but, you know, in case that were to happen, that's, that's, what, that's what we're saying. That's what he's saying. Against Cougar Rock? Yeah, there's them. There's this necromantic thing that's going on. I mean, a lot of trouble in the swamp. What do you guys play. know about the necromancy? Mm, have you guys asked them this already? I think you probably have. I think they don't know much except that I think it came out at one point that the attacks tend to come from the, they come from all around the city, but especially like the, the west, west, north, northwest part of the wall where two of those main gates are. Well, having recently died myself, I am uh, pretty interested in figuring out what that's about. I suppose Landry, we could just walk in yep. the direction of the bad things, see what happens. The fish has been unloaded, right? going through my crutch. Right. That was going to be the next thing that was supposed to happen. Um, it's like, I don't know, it's like early afternoon. And I think that, that, was, that was supposed to happen tonight. Yeah. yeah. Let's go unload the fish because I'm pretty sure that's the next, like, like we came here to, like, check this out during the day. Because we had time. Yeah. yeah. And then we got, we got Could we? Wrecked. <laughs> Could we make a delivery to this outpost for dinner? I mean, these workers are get, that are setting up a base of operations are going to need. Sure. The only the only problem is um, it's not super safe out there, but yeah. And isn't there? I mean, I guess we can Perfect. leave because of Rory and Kent. Like, allow us have given us safe passage. I think. But... I suppose we're. I'm pretty strapped for everything. Yeah. I guess I don't know. Whatever. I'm cool with whatever. I'd say we go back to town. Should we take this new device with us? Yeah, I think it's ours. Yes. Our accordion. Finders keepers. Yeah, I'm good to Sorry, go back Theron, to town. I'll, I'll teach you how to play a tune or two. I was just about to ask, being the bard, have you ever played the accordion? Uh, some, would, some would say I've tickled those keys once or twice. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, maybe I could hire you for some lessons. I suppose that would be okay. When we're on the way back... Yeah, on your way out the door, Galandro tries to flag down Theron. Well, tries to flag all of you down. What's up, Galandro? He's like, yeah, um, so, okay, I guess you're, you're going to take that, huh? You're going to take the artifact? We're kind of, Yeah, we're kind of thinking about it. it. What do you think? Do you have questions about it, or do you have other thoughts about using it? He's like, yeah, I guess I don't. I guess I don't have a lot of use for... Plane shifting. I think we're kind of trying to make it work here for now. Um, maybe you could do me a favor, though. He points to your to your backpack 
He says, I couldn't help but notice that conch you're carrying. Uh, well, it's beautiful for one thing. Um, but during that battle, I don't know if you saw, it seemed like every time you killed one of these elemental things or brought it close to death, it was kind of glowing as if, I don't know. Like, do you know anything about that? What, what is that? What, what is that thing? I pull it out and show it to him, like hand it to him and tell them about the the knowledge I have about trapping air elementals into it. Like, yeah, so, okay. So do you think that maybe it's capable of just capturing elemental beings or energy in general? You know, it might be. I understand you're looking for ways to harness energy here. Yeah, he kind of clamped his back at the lava. He's like, this would be uh, <laughs> actually kind of sweet. Could I hang on to this? I wonder if, you know, I'm not going to keep it, but I wonder if my guys could like reverse engineer it back at the ash fort. Yeah. I'm okay can, with that. See if they can recreate something like it. Yeah, I trust you guys. It might help you. I might need have use for it later, though. Anytime. You just come grab it. Okay. It'll, it, it'll just be... We'll we'll hang on to it at the at the fort. You guys are always welcome there. Obviously, it's a beautiful fort. <laughs> it is. I especially like the dick. Is something. Yep, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Quill, I I take out my pipe and uh, light it and take a big puff and go. Mm. And then I turn, I turn around and walk away. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> to, to what end? <laughs> I was just like spoken like a high person. <laughs> well, I, I mean, should I like say what I, why I said that or do like, I mean, should I just be in character and, and be like, like, it was a disapproving, hmm. Gotcha. Uh, like, I'm, yep. it's a disapproving, hmm, because. And you, yeah, you, did, you did this I, sort of in, in eyesight and earshot of Galandro? I, I literally, like, I could, I just couldn't really, like, contain it. Okay. So, yeah, he, he clocks that. I, I didn't realize. Yeah. Um, he's like, you don't, seems like the quill you don't approve. Uh, by this time, I, I think I actually like literally like went over to the to look at the the fire. Oh, you're outside. Like, I, Got it. Yeah, I, I like I like I, I like I kind of watched it, and I I said hmm, and I just turned and walked away. If he if he wanted to stop me before I left, I I would respond. Yeah, let's but, say he does. Because okay, yeah, it just seems like something um, that maybe we don't need to tinker with. Well, that's uh, easy to say for someone who can just up and leave pretty much anytime he wants. Mm. <laughs> then I walk away. <laughs> Galandro, uh, where where are you going to say that you got this conch? Uh, to who? I'm just, I'm, it's just going back to our, our yeah. lab. Do you not want me to tell and anybody? Darren, who has seen your conch? Uh, you know, I, I've really been busy studying most of my life, so sadly, just one person in the past. <laughs> We're not talking about your cock. Yeah, oh, oh, sorry. 
<laughs> my right ear is a little hard of hearing. I apologize. <laughs> my conch. Uh, just to you guys. I think I don't think I've shown it to anybody else besides everybody here. Have I? I think that uh, I think your point is well taken, especially if you're going to use this as a as a means to further a war effort. I suppose we'd like to stay as far out of that as we can. Uh, we are, you know, uh, visitors here, and I, I suppose I'm interested in spreading peace more than I am war. He says I, I'm not interested in starting a war. This is my idea here is that it would be a good form of protection, potentially. I don't even know if this work. I just have a hunch. I mean. You, you started out by saying it would be useful to the war effort. <laughs> Technically, one of his one of his guys said that. Okay, all right. I mean, I suppose in the end, Theron, it's it's yours to do with what you will, uh, and it would advance knowledge. I think it would do that. That's uh, that's what my character's about. I'd be very interested to see if they could learn something from this conch, and uh, hopefully use it for good. I would ask Galandra that you um, both keep it safe and uh, maybe limit the number of people who work on this project. He, uh, yeah, he will keep it secret and he will keep it safe. Certainly. How about just me and the guys in this room? Oh, I suppose the cat's already out of that bag. So sure. Cool guys. Enjoy your uh, accordion. I want to see that thing in action sometime. Hmm. Well, I was promised sushi. So, uh, Let's go. <laughs> so I was uh, meditating outside when you guys come out, and I like kind of snap out of it when you come out, and and I assume we're going back to Whitehaven. Quill, next time you feel like you need to smoke, maybe try and keep your mouth free to talk, and I just walk past. <laughs> I take a big. Puff of my pipe. <laughs> you guys are headed back to Whitehaven, it sounds like. Is that what I'm hearing? Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't yep. think we can take a long rest there and get back in time. So I think we have to take our dice roll at at wherever we're at at the moment, because we've mm -hmm. all done as much short resting as we can. I think. Yep. You'll be on. You'll be traveling on the road, so there's only a 33% yep. chance that you have an encounter. So. Somebody's got to roll a d6. I pass. <laughs> a, a one or a two on a d6 means you have an encounter. Who's going to do it? I got it. Cool. Five. Hell yeah. Right. Hey. Nice. Proceed nice unmolested. Roll. Unmolested. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, uh, so Glandra and uh, his little forward ops team stays behind at the cauldron for the night. You guys have a uneventful journey on the road back to Whitehaven. And I think it's just you four, right? Anybody else? I don't think so. Did the kid that was playing the music instrument stay then? He, he'd probably come back home with you. Yeah, he'd probably tag along. Okay. Yeah, he... <laughs> 
he has kind of mixed emotions because that was a lot that he just went through. Um, but he also he, he likes the he likes the the ocarina, but he's probably a little relieved too to not have to do that again. So you land at uh, you approach Whitehaven um, probably like late afternoon. Mm -hmm. I'll bring that map back up. You're approaching the uh, west gate. Not much of a guard presence since it's not nighttime yet, but. Yeah, so I suppose we'd, I would just walk in and start trying to get preparations ready for the evening's events. You guys kind of had a plan, sort of, you had a loose plan. And I forget, did it involve like, you were thinking about bouncing around to the different guard towers? Yeah, we were going to uh, relieve different sets of guards at a time. So we were going to be up all night so they could go eat. It sounded like a much better idea before we all almost died. <laughs> Come back just uh, beaten and bruised. Yeah. Is there a priest in town or anything like that? There, um, no. There is a distinct lack of religion in this in this faction. Why do you ask? I just didn't know if there was like a place we could go to maybe get some heals purchase um well there is uh there's a general store in town which is more of a trading post that was called yep. the odd the oddment sundry that's um you have you possess the capability to make potions yeah i don't know what your uh ingredients for that look like i think you have some of it so you could mm -hmm. go that would be an option for that i can also make some poultices i think with my blazing acer leaves. Oh yeah, sure. Is everyone pretty beat up still? I'm actually not in from an decent shape. HP standpoint, it's fine. Hmm. You just can't do much. I just am. Yeah. You're spent. Yeah. I have uh, one spell slot because we leveled up. But I mean, that might just be what I've got. You know. You get to use that spell. I think like, that's how Harrison has been playing it. Yeah. Because uh, if we level up, then I... You level up, you gain access right away to whatever you... Whatever you... So yeah. if you're all out of spells and you get a new spell slot, you can... You get... You could use it. Yep. I'm pretty sure that's like rules as written for 5e. Yeah, I was just curious. Well, should we go find this sushi? Or like yeah. make some health potions or... Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just going to hang back and follow. What did Mama's hearth look like again? Now you guys haven't been inside. It, it sounds like it's a very warm inn. There's a hearth. There's a fire. There's a, some cozy tables and booths. And they serve a mushroom risotto there. That's what Mama's famous for. Mm. And it's like lunchtime. I'm going to go get some fucking mushroom risotto. That's where I go. Uh, I'm going to go to the Oddment Sundry. What's everyone else doing? I'll, he I'll head with Quill. I will as well. Hope that was on a solo risotto mission. The Mamas? Yeah. I feel yeah. right. As she sits, cool. she sort of half closes her eyes and just is embraced by the warmth of the hearth. Right. And then just assuming... Uh, she orders some risotto, unless you want to play this part out. 
but she orders the risotto, the risotto comes. And as she takes the first bite, her eyes close about 75% of the way. You can tell it's like exactly what she needed in that moment. That moment of pure bliss. And then she just slowly eats some risotto by herself. Yeah, you know, this, so um, the, the establishment is run by a very gregarious uh, female dwarf named Mama Ruby. She's got uh, dark brown skin and kind of golden hair and a golden tooth. She would greet you enthusiastically, but kind of kind of see that you're uh, maybe not in need of social interaction <laughs> from what you're telling me. So she would send a, a server out with a bowl of the, of the, of the risotto and a little note on it that says, um, how about some music later? Implying that that'd be appreciated in return for the food. She sees that you're a bard. I think Vizel's okay with that. She'd be all right yeah. with that. The rest of you are going to the Oddment Sundry, sounds like. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, so you go and um, the door is locked when you get there. Ooh. <laughs> Just I lock. knock on it. <laughs> okay. I knock on the door. You knock. How do you knock? Uh, quietly. Uh, quietly at first, yes. Okay. Like yeah. three, three raps. Okay. Nothing happens at first. Uh, louder, considerably <laughs> louder. The second time. Uh, you hear some kind of mumbling and shuffling and uh, like a a glass beaker shattering and a figure is like fuck ah uh, shit sorry coming kind of shuffling, stumbling over, and he unlocks the door. Standing before you is a, a gnome with a bulbous nose and a scarf around his, around his neck, like a thick white scarf. He's got a shock of brown hair, and he's got like twigs and leaves kind of in his hair. Uh, this is Glim. He runs the, the Oddman Sundry, and he's clearly hungover right now. <laughs> got kind of pink eyes and uh, like opens the door a little bit and like squints at the light coming in. Shit, yeah. Uh, what's up? <laughs> can you can we be quieter? Do you guys need something? We thought you might be have wares to uh, hawk, but we can move on. Uh, no, it's fine. Just just with the yelling, it's not necessary. We had <laughs> oh. <laughs> very uh, sorry. Very 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 sorry, sir. About the yellow? Uh, yeah. Yeah, he's got um he's got kind of a little bit of everything. So well so for, for one thing you see that the place is kind of in disarray. Um there's just like a devil's spike here and like piles of ooze in the corner, like kind of falling out of a jar. Um there's like you know the odd dragon scale sitting around. Like, he's got pretty much everything. Um there's a separate door leading back, uh and you can kind of peer through that door and you see there's like a small anvil back there. Um, there's a tailor's loom. There's kind of some tinkering jewel crafting equipment. So he's kind of got the full, the full shop out back. It's like, yeah, just, I mean, did you come to, wow, did you come to trade? Or um, did you want to work on something out back? We were kind of looking for, at least I was looking for some Things that could maybe regenerate some spell slots or some some spell some magic uh, capabilities of my friends here. I don't really need it, but I think they might help. Need some help. They 
gotten into some trouble. Because yeah, I've got kind of kind of a bit of everything. You know, we'd sort of just do a. He's kind of waking up a little more now. He's uh, rubbing it out of his eyes. Yeah, we kind of just uh, you know, you name be what what you want and what you're willing to offer, and we barter and kind of go from there. Uh, and I, I I rent out the space out back, you know, for a day at a time if you wanted to make something back there. Yes, I don't I don't know that there's any. I was kind of looking for potions. Um, do you have any potions for like uh, related to the, that magic users could use or anything like that? Maybe the answer is they don't exist. I don't know much about those sorts of things. Let me see. Um, yeah, he's got a small supply of uncommon quality potions, of which one of those is that I think you sort of discovered part of it, the potion of minor spell restoration. Mm. you guys figured out one of the items required to make that but uh, that is kind of his hobby um, alchemical activities not limited just to potions but also to booze and so yes he would have I hadn't thought of that but he, he would have a small supply of potions that are kind of for his personal use but you know everyone's got a price okay I'd like to buy three of these what can i what what can i trade you for three or five i don't know i'm gonna roll a d6 to see how many he has okay right now all right he's got four okay of those. i'd like to take those potions what? of minor spell I, restoration i can give you something if you'd like i have these claws <laughs> <laughs> i show him these like claws that uh you could put on your hand, like use on your hands. Wolverine, yeah. Claws. Oh, oh, the the weapons. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Um, he had he had expected you to trade raw ingredients for stuff. But uh, I could also do that. Um, he looks at those and um, he's like, "Those are those are interesting." I got more um, stuff. So you want you want all four of these potions? Yeah. Yep, I sure do. I do want all of them. He's sweet and pot besides. Just those claw those claws aren't magical, right? They're just a claw weapon. Yeah. He's kinda he's kinda like he's like eyeing them and he's kinda like handling them and examining them and he sees that they're there's a lot of like tusk. Because I believe mm. they were like boar tusk. Yeah. Claw weapons and tusk is an ingredient. So if you never found the buyer for the weapons, he can certainly take them apart for there. But that's work, so what what else you got? I guess I have a couple rubies. I meant to. I've got yeah, mode of flame, some elemental essence. That's what I got. Wasn't there says, a, um, yeah, an item that recharged spell slots? Was that at the the traveling shop, or was that something we could make? You guys remember uh, that? That might have been. I think that was a craftable. Is that craftable? Because that would or be. Maybe a... it gave an extra spell slot or something. No, I the closest remember. thing to that was the amulet of, of the physician, which you have. Okay. Um, okay. That for a shop, for items, the potion we're talking about, you you guys could craft that. You don't know. I think you only know half of it. But it wasn't. Was that in yes. the traveling cart, Trader Ophelius? What the? An item that gave spell slots back. I thought all the casters were like. No, there's an item that. Surrender that once per day you can cast a level one spell as a level five version for 
for the level one just spot. The level one oh, slot. Okay. Is that what you were thinking of? Maybe. Sorry. Sorry to interrupt. I think that's all. I'm just trying to look to see if there's anything else I've got. He's a, he was going to say, yeah, my going rate for things that I've already crafted is usually like four ingredients. Okay. So you want four potions that would have been like 16 random ingredients. Those claws I think are worth something. So I don't know. What's, what, what's uh make your offer? Uh, how about I do these claws plus, I'll just do claws for one. Okay. Just one potion? Yeah. Okay. And now we know he's got them. I'm I'm not sure what we're going to do, but we know he's got them, so. Sure. Uh, yeah. He um, The math on that works out. He sees that there are four tusks between the two claw weapons. Um, so I, I don't need you to make a persuasion check or anything like that. That's kind of his standard rate. You know, there's always bartering if, if you wanted to yeah. try to, you know. But uh, yeah, he's like, that's totally fair. Okay. Cool. So you have one potion of minor spell restoration, which uh, upon imbibing that, the user gets back 1d4 spell slots. So could just get back a level one spell, or it could get back four of them, or two level twos, or depends on the dice roll, I guess. Okay. I'm going to um, use a mode of flame to check to see if I can find anything about alchemy or tinkling, tinkering. Same thing with yeah, a mode of flame and a ruby, sorry. Oh, we've already got the ruby. So Motive Flame. Motive Flame allows you to make a basic antidote, which I believe just ends the poisoned status. Okay. Oh, nice. So I think we got the basic antidote because the monstrous eye was another Sweet. one. Oh, you do? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I wonder why Grin's so hungover. I think he's just got a problem. Did you, you, don't, you don't look too good. <laughs> it's like, yeah, thanks. I feel like shit. Did you have a long night? Not really talk about it. You know, well, that's all right. His eyes and he's like, so anything else? Like, kind of having a good nap for a minute there. <laughs> Get out of my store. Please, please. Don't you have a potion you could make for that? He, like, gets a thousand-yard stare thinking about that idea. <laughs> 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 my God, you genius. <laughs> beautiful, you beautiful little man. Just call it a Bloody Mary. <laughs> he start, he like he like gets to work. He starts drawing up a blueprint <laughs> for the hangover tonic. <laughs> we might be back. Thank you. I leave. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. See ya. Buries his nose in the blueprints. Can we roll a dice to see if he finishes that idea before we leave this world, so we can buy one? <laughs> right now or later? I'd like to. Uh, later. I'd like to own one to take back with us. If he has a hangover cure, yeah, like a hangover cure prototype, I would love to be able to like <laughs> take the give idea. That to, yeah, it. give it. Yeah, give it to somebody else and have it work, and then just be like, you're the fucking greatest people ever. <laughs> All right, he's he's hard he's hard at work. You're like a Chinese tech spy right now. <laughs> <laughs> You take take information. He's got all these ideas. He's got like his sending his sending stone. Yeah. Operation and Grubhub, DoorDash. (laughs) Grubhub. (laughs) Yeah. uh, You guys, if you're leaving, 
probably getting into like early evening. Okay. People are start, people are, you know, people are still out and about, but a little bit less. You spy Kiku uh, starts to kind of jog over from her restaurant. Um, she looks excited. She's like, all right, boys, I fucking closed up shop early. Uh, we're doing this. This is the night, right? What's, what's the fucking plan? What's, yeah. uh, what do you got for me? Yeah, I think we, uh, we're, we should be ready here. I haven't seen Bizelle. Um, I think she's eating some food right now, so we need to check in with her. But I think we're ready. Cut to Bizelle in the hearth. And it's she's just like, Bizelle, Bizelle playing only dirges. She's only playing dirges. <laughs> just one after the other in the middle of the just afternoon. Like, empty the place out. <laughs> <laughs> like a glass of wine in front of her. Like just... <laughs> just fucking Shrek. <laughs> Mama sees you guys come in. She's like, well, thank more than your last year is kind of having a moment. Could you, uh... <laughs> and you have a cane? A cane? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Bizelle, roll a D8 after eating the mushroom risotto. Three. Okay. Nothing happens. It's very tasty. Uh, so I kind of try to wave for Bizelle's attention. Bizelle's... Uh, kind of looks at Mama and says, "The shrug, like, hey, is, are we good? We square here." And then, what does Mama do? She just gives you a, a half-hearted <laughs> thumbs up. Mizelle does a little <laughs> tip of the cap and walks <laughs> off stage and joins the rest of the party. Mizelle uh, appears uh, markedly better than you guys left her. She's in much higher spirits, having. Played it out of her system and uh. had a little risotto in her. Nice. Yeah, they source that rice from the rice fields and the mushrooms from the, the spore depths. It's local, local stuff. Yeah, it was quite tasty. So I have I have this um, this potion that I could give to whoever wants it. I'm assuming like somebody might need it. I don't need it at all. But whoever needs the most help from a spellcasting perspective, I, I'm ready to give it to whoever needs it. Well, as a warlock, thankfully, I uh, get all my spell slots back when I short rest. It's the yeah, only Rick's thing. Got, Rick's got a very short refractory period. Now, we probably had a short rest on the way over if we wanted to. Yeah. Uh, well, I think we short time. rested at right at the end of the you fight did. last time. Mm, yeah. Because sure. yep. I was a lot closer to death. and Yeah. That I currently am. Well, Theron, it might be a long night. I think you should have this potion. Should I cheers you? Are you gonna have one as well? I only have well, one. I think, I think we have the the one, and he asked who might need help, and that's definitely not me. So, bottoms up there, bud. <laughs> Do you really, you feel like you're you're good in terms of your magic? Well, are you asking if I need help or if I have adequate spell slots? <laughs> well, well <laughs> the latter. Uh, uh, I've got I've got a very powerful new trick that may help us. Oh, forgot about that. Hey, dude. I also have a powerful trick. Would have been very helpful. I think you could. 
I think you could probably just hold on to the potion. We need okay. to use it PRN. I mean, absolutely peak gamer logic. You guys are going to make it to the end of the campaign and still have this potion. Yeah. I'm going to give it to somebody that could use it, though. So I'm going to give give it to Theron for safekeeping. All right. (laughs) It's not your your fault it doesn't get used. Right, right. You've done your your business. Yeah, because I just, I mean, I can't use it. Shit. (laughs) Shit. (laughs) <laughs> anyway, we're we can go to hang out with Rory and Kent. Love those guys. Yeah, it's about it's about the right time. They are uh, they would be headed out of their homes and up to their tower. You'll recall there there's this like the southeast tower, which does not see much activity at all. I can pull up that map here. <clears throat> um, yeah, it's getting to be sundown. The the deep black night of the Shadowfell is starting to come out. Rory and Kent kind of wave at you. They they nod. You, you guys have an understanding, I believe, that um, in exchange for being fed tonight, they're going to let you use this as kind of an op base for the evening, like a pop-up restaurant, if that's the way you want to handle it. But I think there was also talk about going around to different guards, so whatever you guys want to do. Kiku is uh, setting up a couple of tables, um, but not, not very many. Mostly it's the, the prep stations. She's got her sushi. It's pretty ripe. <laughs> looks, it looks pretty... Uh, pale and um, kind of sweaty, but uh, she's got some snow packed in there, so it's edible. For others. <clears throat> All right. I'll, uh, I'm ready to, I can do anything. I'll, I can run this stuff. I'm pretty fast. <laughs> I'm very fast, so I can run stuff around, but I'm also willing to help uh, here. I'm kind of open to whatever. Having this be a party spot could be kind of fun. I think we'd need to cover the guard posts that were here at the party. So I think we can only really feed one at a time, right? Like mm, that was the yeah, that one true. group. Yep. Traveling but party. Now that we're it may make more sense to deliver now. But I think Kiku didn't like that. Kirku didn't like that because it's an atmosphere thing, right? Yeah, she bristles out a little know. bit, but she's also kind of at her wit's end with this moving this fish. So Let's have a let's let's try uh let's have the party here and then see if see how it moves. Cool. Since, uh, she looks since at, it's set up for it, so she looks at those else. She's like, a few nights ago, maybe maybe last night, you were saying you had some fucking like uh some magic shit you could do, so you know for the smell. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Pretty fucking rank, dude. Even in the open air out here, it's um. Oh fuck! Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> you want that? You, you want that? Uh, that potion? Yeah, I, yeah. I, here, let me just. Uh, and she pressed the digitates like the smell, an improvement to the smell of the fish. Uh, but <laughs> okay. at first, it's a little bit too weak, and then she has to like. Double down her efforts, and then she gets the smell to the full prestidigitation level <laughs> of improvement. Is this like the the old factory equivalent of like like noise canceling? Are you what's your uh, what's your angle here? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think that's that's a good idea. I reverse engineer the smell waves, <laughs> the smell particles. I give basically 
antimatter to the exact smell particles that are causing the in the exact opposite shape of the smell particles causing the ring. That's why it only works like pretty well because I have to like invent the particle on the fly. So well, let's let's uh let's let's see how well it works. Let's let's leave it to the dice. The Ar Arcana check. Right. Star Trek needs to hire you, Nate, for some like sci-fi jargon. Yeah. Yeah. Arcana matter smell particles. <laughs> yeah, I think I, I think three, huh? Oh, 16. Uh, that was from not, the episode with the Gorn, I'm pretty too sure. <laughs> not too shabby. Yeah, it's good. It's like it's like you have to like really get your nose down in there to detect that something is is off about the the I was wondering if you guys would be okay if I practiced some magic over here. One of them I'm really working on is called Stinking Cloud. I was just going <laughs> to try, try that one out. That's okay. Good for yeah, the entry. Like, like, like when people are walking outside, they're like, oh, it smells like shit. <laughs> and they come in here and they're like, wow, it smells great. There can't be bad fish in here. Yeah. Oh, this that is makes sense. Shit's prime. <laughs> prime sush. Prime catfish from the freaking crick. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Listen, it's the crunch on the bowl. It's like catfish whisker crunch. <laughs> prime prime catfish bullhead horns. <laughs> the sushi's yeah, is so like good. This is like the dregs too, because she would have moved the nicer stuff first. Oh God, <clears throat> I'm excited for sushi night. Yeah. Um, yes. Are we like not doing the running thing? Are we gonna try to just make this like tower of the restaurant for a while? Totally up to you. Where are we gonna try to do sushi delivery stuff? I think Basel said that we should move the whole, like what we're doing here, we should move around to different towers, so that we can. You know, be in one place and protect the wall if we need to. With the guards with us. I think that's a good idea. So it's a traveling soiree. Party. Yep. Around the wall, sushi. There's something there. I can't think of it right now. My parents used to do this thing in their neighborhood where everybody would cook one dish. And then the whole neighborhood would have like an appetizer at one person's house. And then they'd have a main course at the next person's house. And then a dessert at a third person's house. Yep. It's going to be like that, yep. except for towers and all the same course. <laughs> well, to each new tower, it'll be an exciting new course, right? Yeah. A wall sushi. A wall sushi. There you go. That's like cool. It. That's cool. That works on double entendre. I, I knew there was really good. something there. Yeah, money. I love it. Cool. Uh, where are you going first? I, I pulled up a map of Whitehaven off to the side of this tower map. So I'll remind you, you're at this. Uh, let me draw. You got the the guard tower that's direct that's due east from the ash fort currently. So you could like see the Odd Sundry from where you're at. You see like flashes of light and like cursing. Coming from inside the Todd and Sundry as he works on his thing. Let's start in the furthest part west and then let's work our way around clockwise. 
So you're going to go to um, the tower that's due west of the Ashford? Yeah. Redwatch? That one's got a name. That's Redwatch Tower. That's got the best vantage point on the cauldron. Yeah. Let's do Redwatch okay. and then go around clockwise from there. Okay. I think that'll be the most likely that we that way we fight the guys. Yeah. Let's start there. You will pass through that southern tower just south of the Ashford first, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. We tell them we'll be back. Well, you uh, you arrive at their tower and there's guards there. There's a handful of them. We'll say there's four guards standing watch. Not a super busy tower, but more than what you came from. So is it you're all going together? Is the move here? Everybody? Including Kiku, Rory, and Kent? Yeah, I think we should all travel with the whole the whole party travels. Cool. Okay. Yep. Uh, you get there and the guards like stop you and they're like, what the fuck are you doing on the wall? It's night. Uh, explain yourself quickly. I, we just look at Rory and Kent. They're like fucking watchmen. And we're like, we got food for you, bro. <laughs> you know this. Okay. Rory and didn't Kent. We, um, didn't we? We asked Rory and Kent, Kent to like spread the word around, right? And like get the. Did you? I, I may have, I may have forgotten. the ground game. I, I may have forgotten that. Is, it, that. is that what you did? I, will I thought we you. did some advertising to build some build some uh, interest in the sushi, didn't we? I, I don't know. We talked about a lot of ways to do this. Definitely, definitely talked about it. I, I don't remember if we went that route or if you went that route, but I've, I haven't gotten that far in the recordings yet, so I, I forget if that's what happened. I, I also forget. I guess I don't know. Does anybody else remember? I don't. Think, I think that we kind of coordinated with Rory and Kent to I thought that we kind of had the clear for being out at night for this purpose. I thought that we were in the clear to come here. Okay. That's what I thought. I think you're in the clear Based on our you're in the clear to be at the southeast tower because you've you've bribed Rory and Kent the guard the two guards that run that tower. Okay. Um so they're but they are with you. So why don't you make a persuasion check with advantage, Bazell? I'm gonna have Rick go Whoa, 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 guys, everything is okay. And cast calm emotions oh, nice. on, yeah. on them. Be like, this, you know, we're just bringing some food with your good old pals Rory and Kent here. And so that's a charisma saving check. Okay. What does the spell look like? Them. It's called calm emotion. So you attempt to suppress strong emotions in a group of people in a 20-foot radius um, from a point that you choose. So I'm just going to select, you know, the guards there that were freaking out. Okay. Um, and they must make a charisma saving throw. Ch creatures can choose to fail this throw if they wish. If the creature fails, uh, one of the following two effects occurs. You can suppress any effect causing a target to be charmed or frightened. Um, alternatively, you can make a target indifferent about creatures of your choice that they were uh, hostile cool. towards. Basically, okay. I'm, that's what I'm trying to make. Okay. Them yeah. So if if they succeed on this, they're 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 gonna notice you're casting a spell, and they might be off put by that. But they're not very charismatic, so I. It doesn't say whether or not they know. I, I can't okay. answer that question. They have a minus two to charisma saves. These cards. Um, there's four of them. I'm just going to roll four d20s here. Oh my god. A nine, a three, a seven, and an eight. <laughs> we deal. A total of 27. Uh, but they all have minus two, so yeah, they all 
Super chill. They all did They're not roll a 15. Yes. Nope. Yeah, so let's party, right? You guys want some sushi? They're like, oh, damn. Is that is that food? We don't usually get to eat. Yeah, just for you guys. And don't worry, we'll uh we're here to you guys just don't even pay attention to what's going on. We'll we'll we got your post. We'll we'll holler if something, you know, weird starts to happen, all right? You guys just take a little break. Fucking A man, that sounds great. Does somebody <laughs> have your tower? Rory and Kent. I see that they're I mean whatever, it's not a very what what are the what are the odds? Okay, yeah, we got their their tower's good to go. Ray and Kent are supposed to be watching the South well, Star. There's no one. There's no. One, there's no one else. It's just. It's just those two guys on that tower because it's so uh, rarely visited by anything. Yeah, Rory and Kent should probably be at the Southeast Tower, just chilling. They look at, they look at you like kind of hurt, and turn around and go back. Sorry, to the Rory. Tower. <laughs> Sorry, Rory. Sorry, Kent. K Dog. Yep. The Big R. Sorry, boys. We'll be back around. <laughs> Oh, As man. a sushi for the road, the big R. Okay, <laughs> they they grab some sushi and they do the, the Charlie Brown sad walk back to the tower. <laughs> um, cool. Uh, yep, that calm emotions is going to be enough to get you past this tower. You've moved probably about a quarter of the remaining fish. What's your next move? I think we keep going. Uh, and nothing happened at the tower while we were partying. Uh, at this south tower? Yeah. Nope. Then I think um, we keep going around the horn. I'm going to ask uh, these guards. You know, we want to give people an opportunity to relax a little bit on their watch and allow them to eat. Is there anything that we can do to uh, basically allow that to happen at the decks? Like, can you help us to make sure that we can? provide this service to the, the people at the next tower or the other towers? Uh, yeah, one of them offers to come along as kind of a emissary. Sweet. Um, he says, he says, look, some of the other guards, you know, we're a little more easygoing at this south tower, but there's some pretty strict strict boys on the force. So I just, I'll, I'll do what I can. Okay, that would help. Um, we don't want to put you out though. So uh, maybe see if, you know, you can run quick and if you if anybody needs anything, you know, I will will definitely help uh on the defense. That's what we're here for too. So all right. Nope. Let's go. Yeah, nope. All clear. All clear in the south front. Haven't seen much recently. And I'm gonna be kind of looking over the walls as we go. Okay. What are you looking for? Uh for any like anything that looks looks suspicious, like creatures. Because I, I seem to recall there's like wild animals or something that was were attacking. Maybe maybe I'm misremembering. The um, the southeast the southeast tower did suffer a, a giant spider attack in the past. Most of the attacks these days have been undead in nature. Okay. There are still the odd just monster beasts. This being the Shadowfell for sure. But yep. Yes, I I just can't kind of keeping an eye out for that. Okay. Sort Give of me thing. a perception check. Well. Uh, that's going to be a 15. Do you have dark vision? I don't believe I do. Okay. Um, so probably would be a disadvantage for you to peer into the darkness outside the walls see. if you don't have dark vision. I don't think they have it. They don't have uh, dark vision. 
Okay, so sorry, that, sh that should be a disadvantage then. So roll another oh, one. That's that's what I got. That's that's my disadvantage was that. Oh, oh really? Okay, okay. Yep. Uh, I rolled okay. higher. <laughs> I rolled higher this time. Nice. Uh, with a 15, yeah, no, it looks all clear. You're okay. confident there's nothing south of, of Whitehaven right now. Moving on, you guys going to Red Watch next? That's the Southwest Tower. Yeah. Uh, this one, um, this tower is a little bit bigger than the rest you've been to so far. You can see it's got a couple large windows. Um, as you walk into the, um, it's a little more, it's a little better appointed. There's some rugs and there's like actually a little fireplace going. Um, there's six guys in here and a couple of them are gathered around some like long, um, what are those called? A viewing? Like telescopes? Telescopes. Telescope. <laughs> Telescope. Thank you. Yep. They are, two of them are watching the cauldron. Um, mm. and they're just kind of chatting. Um, one of them notices you come in and his hand goes to his halberd. Uh, Guys, have you heard the good news? <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the great uh, artifact of the cauldron has been recovered. He says, wait, holy shit, it's you. Yeah, uh, you probably watched us earlier. We saw the whole fucking thing, that was insane. Later. Wait, you're... Your shift is all day and all night. You guys are hardcore. We're kind of, uh, we're kind of. You're like super badass. This is, this is embarrassing. We, we're, we're kind of a, we're kind of a cauldron fan club. <laughs> oh my god! So a cauldron fan club? Well, it's like a really fun hobby. What else is there to do out here? I have so many questions for you about the cauldron. Um, do you? I are you guys hungry? Could we? Could I maybe ask my questions over a nice meal? Oh, hell yeah. Is that something yeah. we could do? These guys are like really stoked ah, to, ah, to ah, see ah. the heroes of the cauldron. Um, this would have been a harder, a much harder uh, ask had you not done what you did earlier in the day. Nice. Well, I start distributing sushi and, and can we, I, we'll... Uh... Uh, I'll tell the emissary to go back to, sorry. The emissary can go back to protect his thing. Sorry, I just wanted to say that. Oh, yeah. yeah. You hear under his breath, he's like, that's perfect. These guys are fucking nerds anyway. I don't really want to <laughs> hang around. He bounces. So, like, you guys, uh, <laughs> I mean, the cauldron is incredible. Uh, yeah, I'll say. There's some sweet <laughs> stuff. Has it, has it changed any since this out? I mean, what's different? How has it changed? Yeah, I mean, I guess that's kind of a bummer. It's a little more boring now. It used to do all this, like, spinny shit, you know? Yeah, but you, it had the spins. The spins? Yeah, but it would like spin up. It's some good stuff, man. Good stuff. <laughs> you guys fight a lot of, of dead creatures, though? I mean, I don't know if you noticed, but earlier today I was dead. So I'm, now I'm like particularly interested in like <laughs> shit that was dead and then now it's alive. <laughs> Fuck, from the distance, we saw you go down. We didn't know you died. Yeah, I like to think of it as a brief death. Uh, you know, just one of that's those so things that happens when you're, when you're me, I guess. He's like, that's so fucking metal. I can't, I can't believe the heroine of the cauldron is here among us now. I, so Quill pulls out his pipe and starts to smoke. Fizzell just looks at Quill and shakes her head and then like... like this is fucking classic Quill. You see what he's doing? This is so cool. <laughs> I just, I like go sit by the fire, start meditating. God, he's just so fucking broody. I love it. 
Have you, uh, when you guys fight those dead, that dead, the dead, dead skeletons, especially, have you tried like the butt ends of your halberds? I mean, I, you know, I don't want to be the hero of the, the cauldron doesn't, you know, you guys are obviously know what's going on, but I thought maybe just maybe I could be of some assistance. They look around kind of embarrassed to even like challenge you, challenge you, but they're like, uh, <laughs> I mean, that end's not sharp. You know, this is the sharp end. I tell you what, next time you're fighting one, just if the opportunity arises, just give it a, just give it a chance. That's all I'm saying. Just from one hero to another, just try mm. it once. <laughs> mm. uh, they all simultaneously orgasm. I, I grunt, I grunt and, and take a big draw off my Quill's struggling with this. Quill, Quill has struggled over the last like 12 <laughs> hours. He's yeah. had a hard yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> well, you've moved um, more than half the sushi now. This is a little bit of a bigger tower. Kiku, um, Kiku's like I and Quill, like, dang, these guys are kind of heroes, I guess, huh? Fucking A. Oh, so Kiko's coming with us on the road, on the traveling thing. Okay. I'm imagining she's she's moving her, I don't know, her her prep stations on wheels. I guess she's just following you guys around. They actually yeah, do have, that. in the carts and commons of Whitehaven, they have they have food trucks, they have food carts. So okay. it's it's <laughs> it has precedent. It's not just mm -hmm. made up bullshit like everything else. Well, uh, you know, uh, we're planning on going to maybe the next. The next tower over, are they, are those guys pretty chill? I mean, what are they, what are they into over there? Do you know? Oh yeah. They kind of share looks. Those guys are pretty serious. I mean, they just recently lost one of their own. So it's hard to, it's hard to really blame them. Oh no. <clears throat> how did they, do you guys know how it happened? That is the part of town that's really most often attacked by undead. And so probably an undead. One of them went down to one of the most recent how, attacks. How recently do you know? A couple weeks ago. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, they're serious, they're serious about the work they do. Good, Ben. I would hate to have that, that shift. Well, let's maybe go see if we can help them. And Bezal starts walking that way. Yeah, hey, uh, please, guys, feel free to come back anytime. Like, as far as I'm concerned, Local heroes. Hey, I, this is kind of a silly ask, um, and I'll I'll give it right back to you. Could you just uh, hand me like uh, any any sort of item of value you have, and I'll just hand it right back. It's this strange, this strange thing I do. Um, and if you guys could sign my book, that'd be that'd be great too. What was the first part? I just need you to hand me. I just need you to hand me uh, just something of value. Um, I'm just going to collect it. It's going to help me to, uh, help the next tower. I just need you to just anything really. <laughs> You're going to give it right back. Once he says, he starts like reaching into a pocket. Right back. Just oh, right by back. the way. Oh, by, oh, the, by way. the way. Don't mind me. <laughs> just give me this would normally, this would normally require back. a persuasion check, but these guys are like totally fangirling out over you right now. So. Yeah, cool. he pulls out he pulls out his uh, lucky rock. Perfect. Great, I look at great value to him. I look at the lucky rock and I this is a beautiful rock. I there's no way I could take this from you to help the next tower. We'll 
we'll just take care of ourselves. Thank you so much. And I give it back to him. And I start walking to the next tower. <laughs> He's like, <clears throat> he, grabs, he, he grabs your hand. He grabs your hand for a second. It says, I mean, are you going to sign it? I thought you were going to sign it. Oh, oh, do you want me to? I can, I could totally sign it. Maybe hoping for an autograph. Yeah, I hear. Absolutely. Do you, I mean, do you have a pen? I, do you have a pen? He, he like, he pulls out like a knife to scratch your initials into it. Uh, Bazell <laughs> scratches the, our symbol. Oh, the, yeah. Into the rock and says, I did you one better. Um, this is, we're, we're the Bazell's gals. And, uh, this is kind of like getting all of our signatures in one. Okay. I'm going to award Bazell a point of inspiration for this move. And that guy just like starts melting down and crying, like sobbing over his special rock being so ornately adorned now. Um, all the other guys are like crowded. They, they've like totally abandoned watching the cauldron. They're just like gathered around this rock and they're like taking turns holding it. <laughs> Well, you guys, <laughs> I mean, you guys are heroes in your own right. Don't, don't ever forget it. You mean that? Absolutely. Hey, you know, you're right. It's important to watch. You know, someone's got to watch. Somebody's got to watch. It's not going to watch itself. Fuck that's yeah. For sure. Fuck yeah. Uh, Vizel takes off, starts walking to the next, to the next tower. Okay. Um, as you head there, uh, give me, everybody give me perception checks. As Vizelle walks up, she starts playing a uh, uh, another dirge uh, softly, and okay. uh, and Vizelle is walking in front with everyone processing behind her. Six, sixteen. Okay. Oh, Nat twenty. Fucking Nat twenty. Ooh. Okay. Hell yeah. 19. Jesus. Perceptive group. Ooh, 12. Most of you hear just like a thud near the door, which is closed to the guard tower, that, this northwest one. Um, Bazell hears like a surprise shout and like confused kind of angry words. Uh, they continue to, there's yelling and there's like clashing of, of steel. Oh, like there's a battle raging? Yes. Uh, Bazelle tells everyone that she thinks that there's a battle ahead and that we should go join them. Is there only one way into this tower, or do I see other ways in? Let me bring back our town map. Um, so you are at so there's there's like a pair there's a pair of towers next to each other at the northwest, just overlooking the iron stacks, which is that outdoor weight room. Okay. Um, this is the the southern of those the first of those two. That okay. there's these twin twin towers. So we're coming from the south, and is there like are there windows or is there like just this one door and everything is also just solid? Uh, it's solid. Yep. Okay. No like murder holes or anything like. Uh... There would be, but they'd be like on the outside of the. Sure. Because you you guys are up on the up on the town wall right now. Okay. The, I'm, I'm like envisioning the Great Wall of China kind of yep. that look. So yep. you're uh, walking along that um, piece. Yep. Okay. Um, there would be like arrow slits 
but they would be facing out out of the city, obviously. Okay. Is it crenellated? Fuck yeah, it's crenellated. So fucking crenellated. <laughs> this thing's crenels have crenels. <laughs> it's like an eldritch horror to behold. Mini penis. Collision. Yeah. Are they, are they, uh, on the crenels, are there like small penises? Little dicks. <laughs> uh, yeah, give me a perception. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 the sounds of battle are getting quieter. What do you what's... <laughs> you notice the penis? <laughs> we had it. We had to talk about it. We haven't been to the ash for Aiden. Aiden. <laughs> yep. Every every session. Aiden ash for it. He didn't bring it up. Yep. All right. I'm ready to fucking go in. I'm. It's a pair of heavy oak doors, like a. That you would like throw open, Aragorn style. I mean, <clears throat> I'm definitely gonna try to do that. You're you're moving in. Yep, moving in. Okay, try to open the doors. Okay. Uh, yeah, they're not locked. They just they were closed. Yep. Um, you push them open. What what's everyone else doing? Right behind it. Yep. Same. You see a pile of bodies. There are three, what appear to be just dead uh, guards on the ground. There's one more. There's two more guards standing that like are fighting each other. And as you enter the room, the the one guard just a little bit bigger just fucking kills the other one. Just like just halberd like huge gash across his chest, puts him down. Uh, everybody roll initiative. Oh man. Oh boy. Shit. <laughs> oh oh hey. Eighteen. Twelve. Eleven. Nineteen. This guard in front of you who looks like fucking crazy, like his eyes are like hungering for, like he's got bloodlust. Uh, he's going to roll initiative as well. 17. Uh, Bazel's up first. You see in front of you just like a, just a slaughter. So, but we don't know if this is a, an alive guard or a dead guard. Uh, you want to make a check for that? Yes. I would like to make a check for that. I'm in, favor, do... I'm in favor of the information checks not costing you your action in battle. I think that's stupid so yeah okay all right cool i'm gonna do arcana to see if he appears to be magically magically alive or yeah, yeah. Sure. okay got it yep okay uh 19 plus 3 22 wow yeah it's something else it's not this doesn't seem like your garden variety necromancy where something dies rots for a little bit and then it's rough it's reanimated he like looks lively you know um, he seems possessed. Oh, okay. That's what I was, uh, the crazy eyes with the 22. He's not in control of his body right now. Uh, I want to do a perception to see if I can figure out where it's coming from. Right? It, do I know enough about possession to like... I don't know how perception is going to... Yeah, that's like investigation to try to find the source of the possession. I think in the heat of battle, in six seconds per round, one check. It's probably appropriate. Uh, this was, I was thinking that if this cost of my action, that would be acceptable. That, that's fine with me. Yep. You're going to try to investigate uh, why he's doing this? Is that your question? Or like where he's... The, the source of possession, basically. Yeah. I don't know. Can I? Maybe I'll just take my action and I'll... Um, yeah, here's what I'll do. I'm going to prepare an action. Where if he comes within striking distance, I'm going to 
swing my rapier at him. Perfect. Uh, and I'm going to say, uh, I'm basically going to try and yell at him enough to get him dispossessed. So you're just you're yelling at him? Yeah, I'm going to try and say like, hey, you're possessed. This is bad. Stop being possessed. Stop it. And don't come, and don't come closer to me. Okay, he hears you, it seems, because you, you yell at him and he looks at you. Uh, but that's about all the regis registration you get. He just looks mad right now. And you're holding, you're holding an action for a melee attack if he gets in range? Yeah. Okay. I, I thought I would just do this battle like theater of the mind without a map. So in my head, I'm picturing you guys are kind of crowded in a double doorway right now as you just broke in on the scene. Uh, it's, it's the same kind of guard tower layout as before. There's a ladder going up to the ceiling uh, for the battlement area. And then in this area, there's some arrow slits looking out towards the fields to the northwest of town and the ruts to the blazers. This is a pretty sparsely appointed room. There's a lot of weapons in here just because there seems, there seems to be a lot of activity. Uh, now four dead guards on the floor and this one crazed lunatic standing over them who's dressed like them. Seems to be like he, he was one of them. And he's about, we'll say he's 20 feet away. And that'll be Bazell's turn. If you don't have anything else, we're, at, we're up to Rick. Okay. Mm. What would be the most intimidating thing to me right now? I'm trying to think. To, to Rick? Yeah. I mean, this guy seems like the rest of the other guards, but he like apparently killed all of them. Right. You know, that's weird. That is weird. I was trying, I'm trying to decide, like, would I, would I just, like, attack him or talk to him? I don't know, man. I don't know. Do I think, I think I'm going to ready an action. I'm not going to do anything. I'm going to ready okay. Eldridge Blast. So if this guy, like, turns on us, then I'm just going to let one go. Okay. And I'll stay kind of towards the back, though. So Rick, Rick's not sure. He's not going to talk to him, but he's not attacking him yet. Okay. So who, who's in front? Quill? Yeah, I think I'm in front. Okay. It's his turn next. He got a 17 initiative. He just like bum rushes Quill. Just like halberd out. Just runs at him. Brutal oh. swing at him. All right. I guess I'm going to attack next turn then. <laughs> uh, your guys' reactions, I think, will probably trigger off of this because you're all kind of standing next to each other, right? Yep. That's fine with me. His attack on Quill is a 11 plus 5 to hit 16. Miss. Nice. Quill, like, just in the nick of time, dodges to the side, and the bloody halberd puts a huge gash in the stone floor in front of you. Uh, and then he takes a defensive stance and holds it up in front of him. Um, he can bonus action dodge. So that's what he does next. And we are up to Quill. Oh, sorry. The react, the, the held stuff. I got a nat 20. Ooh, okay. Rainbow rapier him. Yeah. Ooh. That's a crit. It's two d8s then. Is that how we're doing crits? It, it was, yeah. Yep. You, you you just you roll the dice twice and you but you add your everything else once. Eleven. Okay. So as part of his dodge action, he gains resistance to. Oh, it'd be non-magical slashing damage, which that's a magical rapier, is it not? Mm -hmm. So that doesn't that's not gonna work. So eleven points of damage. So you find the just like. Bazell just like looks like she's a fucking duelist. Just finds he's got armor on. You just find like a perfect gap in the armor and get him like in the armpit. Uh, Rick's Eldritch Blast. Yep, I rolled a twenty-six to hit. That does hit. It's got pretty high armor, but that that will do it. 
and then it's probably good that it hit. Eleven <laughs> damage, and then he's pushed back ten feet. Cool. Another eleven damage. Okay. Nice. Does that trigger my opportunity attack? It does not. I would abuse the fucking shit out of that mechanism if I could. I know. I know. Just every chair. I would love to fucking. <laughs> that would make the Wish game somebody. way more fun with me. We should play a game where I'm allowed to try to fucking abuse that. <laughs> I wonder if there's a class that can do it, or like a subclass of a class. That would cool. be actually a really cool feat. Like, like a, a like a skirmisher or some or like a wrestler. If I don't you know, if you push them away, then other people's OAs count. Would be an incredible feat. <laughs> you like trip them as you push them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's a that's a solid hit. Um, so yeah, we'll just say uh, you get them like right in the. Right in the uh, shield that he's holding on his offhand, and it just like doesn't matter. Just like shakes the shield loose uh, and pushes him back ten feet. Solid hit. We're up to Quill now. Um, I'd like to inspect his the things that he's using, like his armor and weapon, to see if anything looks uh, out of the ordinary from the other people okay. that are dead. Investigation check. <clears throat> 16. He looks different. Like, is he, like, he's got crazy eyes, but his equipment looks the same. These guys okay. are pretty well out, pretty well outfitted. It's, it's a, okay. definitely a focus of the, of the town to arm right. them well. Yep. I'm going to... He had sustained some, some damage from his, his right. previous friends, too. I'm going to attack him. Okay. I'm, I'm not going to take my spear out. I'm just going to attack him with my palms. Okay. All right. This is a 26 to hit. Or 25 to hit, sorry. Yep, still hits. Um, that's a 11 damage. With your palms? And that's mag- my palms are magical. Fuck, that's awesome. Okay. So, Jesus. Yep. It's just like waves um, of force when you connect. Yeah. And, I, and I'm going to use a key to try to stun him with stunning strike. Nice. Okay. He makes a save, right? Con save? He makes a con save, yes. Okay. He has plus two to con. Five plus two for seven. That's not going to do it. That fails, so he is stunned, which means that okay. he is knocked prone. Sorry, never mind. Uh, incapacitated, can't move, and can't sp- and can speak falteringly, automatically fails strength and dex save throws, and attack rolls against the creature have advantage. So my intent here is to incapacitate him and try to essentially subdue him, but my turn is over. Cool. So yeah, he's um, your palm strikes like knock him into the wall and kind of knock knock the wind out of him, and he looks discombobulated. Uh, Theron is up. How how bad of how bad is he injured? Uh, pretty bad. Okay. Um. Yep. Now if if I attack because I can attack him again because I have a second attack under my action. Um, yeah. Can I pull the punch and not kill him? Knock him to zero hit points? Yeah. But leave him stable? Yeah, you can. Leave him, leave him alive. Okay, I'm yep. going to do that. I'm going yep. to, to the extent that I hit him, I'm going to do that. Okay. I'm going to hit him. Uh, <laughs> you roll at advantage, too. Yeah, I just, yeah. yeah. He has nice. 10 so hit that's, that's 10 damage. Uh, did you hear I said? Before you said no. that? Yeah, I, I, points left. Yep. Nice. Yeah, I rolled a I rolled a five and I have a plus five damage. Nice. Yeah, okay. So you uh so a couple things happen. You knock him 
down to the ground with that with it still punching yeah yeah um you just clock him like right right in the jaw as he's stunned and when you connect with his face you see that the crazy look in his eyes kind of fades he looks more normal now as he slumps over unconscious and a um spirit emerges from his body it's like a glowing like a bluish kind of ethereal looking um floating woman with like a mage's robe on and she's got like ghastly hair and she's floating in the air and she's got this little lantern um, that she's holding and she looks at the rest of you menacingly but she will keep her initiative where the guard was so we're back to bazelle uh bazelle asks her if she knows miriam oh shit the um that's a pull that's a deep pull (laughs) she just like looks enraged at you and um like laughs menacingly and doesn't answer your question and then Bazel just says, because she's way hotter than you. Casting uh, uh, Vicious Mockery. Vicious Mockery, yes, thank you. Okay. That's your best Vicious Mockery I think I've heard. That was wow. pretty fucking dope. Agreed. So she makes a save, right? Uh, yeah, she has to make a... Crit fail. That's so perfect. Oh, oh fuck that, yeah. Look at that one. Better on deep. Yeah, you got a good. So what happens? Uh, she takes just two damage, min min damage, <laughs> and she has disadvantage on her next attack roll. That's psychic damage, right? It is. Yeah. Let me make sure. Pokemon rules. Yeah, double double on ghost. <laughs> oh fuck! That's backwards. You're wrong. Ghost is double psychic. Or ghost double on psychic. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that does, she does not have, she has a lot of resistances, but Psychic is not one of them. So she takes the full two damage. Hell yeah. And then that's the A on her next attack, right? Uh, yes. Okay. If you're done, Rick is up. <clears throat> that's it for Bazel. Defo just blasting this ghosty boy, or girl, gal, I should say, with uh, Eldritch Blast. I think he missed me, but that's okay. Oh, fuck. Ooh, I don't think that's going to hit. 10 to hit. We will, uh, yeah, that's, we'll, we'll, we'll do you next, Aaron. You'll still go before she has a chance to go. Ten misses. All right. Knocks uh, the rock loose I'll from the wall. I'll stay where I'm at. Just her. missed. Just blatant yeah. miss. Yep. Theron, sorry. We'll see your turn retroactively now. Burning hands, uh, duck save throw. Yep. <laughs> Are you, you're carving, you're doing this in a way that you don't hit Quill? He's probably yeah, I have, I have sculpt, sculpt spells, so all the nice. friendlies around me are fine. That's awesome. Okay, she makes a dex save. She got an eight plus one. She got nine. It's not enough. So you get three d six fire damage. Okay, five fire damage. Those are really bad rolls. <laughs> Sorry, it's actually just two fire damage then. Awesome. Really, really knock her down. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's stupid. Um, okay, so we are Rick missed a blast. Okay, so she's up. She's gonna first roll a d6 to see if she gets her possession back. On a six, she gets it back. She got a five, so she does not get to possess one of you guys. So she is going to instead um, float towards Bazel and do a withering touch attack. This is at disadvantage, correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The first is a 21 to hit. The second is a nat 20. Well, So the 21's going to hit, right? 
Yes. Okay. So she like reaches out a really nasty, like gnarly, necrotic looking hand and touches your skin and it's definitely cold. This is 46 plus three damage. She rolled high. So 22 necrotic damage on Bazel. It seems like a thing that Bazel would take 22 necrotic damage from. Yeah. Uh, that was 46. She got a five, 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 and four on those rolls. Jesus. Brutal. Um, that is her turn as the guard is breathing shallowly but alive. All right. I'm going to attack this bitch. And I was planning on being unflanking her. Can I flank her? Uh, yep. I can. Sure. She went and uh, got in melee range with the cell. So, sure. Yep. Okay. And would I have, would that have generated an OA? No, because I don't think she was like, she was kind of floating in the air. She okay. kind of like floated out of a, a, a little ways out of it. She wasn't engaged with anybody yet. All right. So that's a, yeah, it's going to hit. It's 24. So that's a eight to hit or eight damage. This is magic damage? Magic, yeah, bludgeoning. Okay. Okay. That's the full eight then. Okay. And then my second attack is a 16 to hit. That also hits. Okay. And that's a nine full damage. Yep. Okay. And, that's... Th and then I have a bonus action unarmed strike. Okay. And that probably misses. It's a 11 to hit. Unbelievably is her AC as a ghost. Oh my God. Okay. Uh, min damage, uh, seven. Sorry. Magical six. still? Six. Yeah, six magical. Wow, that's really good that you can do all that with magical. That, that, all, that all would have been halved. So yeah, solid hit. She's uh, taken a pretty solid beating this round. And we're to Theron, if you're done. Cool. I'm done. This is my turn again? Yep. Man. I always feel like you get hosed on the resistances and stuff. Theron. I know. <laughs> yeah, that's Although, very true. You did kill was... the, You killed the single strongest thing you you guys have fought. You you made the killing blow on the Steam Champion, so. Yeah, that was pretty sweet. That's that, I guess. That was, well, that was quite a fight. I've never tried to attack with my quarterstaff before. <laughs> that would be... So on brand for Theron to just start fucking around with the cord stuff. I'm gonna beat your ass. <laughs> All I have is one d6 bludgeoning. What would I use for attacking with that? Just your strength. And... You're you're proficient. You are proficient with it, so you'd add that, and you'd add your strength mod. Yeah. You'll probably hit her. She has her AC's 11. I'm going to hit her with my quarterstaff. <laughs> uh, yeah. 22 to hit. Oh my god. <laughs> Somehow it's a solid hit. It's a little damage. Alright. It just like hobbles over on your... You're like walking damage. Okay. <laughs> that is, yeah, as you just swing a normal wooden staff at the slate. Actually, don't you have, is your staff magic, technically? It wasn't it a gift from Morak. Yeah, shit. It's a it's a Yeah. It's a, it's a common it's a common quality, but technically it's a magic. 
is a magic item. Damn it. <laughs> so no, that's gonna happen, right? No, that's gonna no. be full damage if it's it make magic. It full damage, sure. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Normally she would she would resist just a wooden stick, but this is technically that this is <laughs> like a this is like a specially crafted um yes. thing from the oh, okay. Then absolutely, yeah. Six so six bludgeoning. So okay. Bring her she's pretty low, she's super low. She looks like really depressed that that's this is happening. <laughs> <laughs> and we're back to Vizel. Uh having watched Aaron hit her with a stick, Vizel is gonna swing a rapier at her. Okay. <laughs> do I get advantage for flanking? Yes. You do. Uh uh oh. Thirteen. I did it, guys. That is. Yes. Oh, and max damage this time. Eight. Ten. So close to killing her. So close. She's like, you like hack through her neck and like her head, her ethereal head is like dangling off to the side, but she's still managing to float. That the current uh, picture is like literally what she that, is. That. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, she's like, oh, oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> That face that she's making, she's like, <laughs> We are to Rick. All right, Rick's going to hopefully make it finish here. Uh, 17 to hit. You got it. Yes. Oh, that's going to be 13 damage. Yep, that's way more than enough. Yeah. So I'm going to just blast that head off. Just the rest clean of the off. Way. Yep, yep. <laughs> Awesome. Yeah, it just kind of like melds into your spell and goes flying into the wall and disappears. And she, the rest of her, that little lantern she's holding clatters to the ground, but the rest of her disappears. Is there any ectoplasm? <laughs> you want to check? <laughs> Absolutely, you can check if you want. Nah, Vizel's kind of grossed out by that shit. That's great. Actual physical contact. <laughs> <laughs> I guess Vizelle would look at the lantern. She might be interested in that. Is it? Is it cute? Kind of is actually. It's like a little um, satchel-sized, like rectangular lantern with like a little blue flame in it. Yeah, Vizelle definitely checks out the lantern. Maybe it does like an investigation to see if she can figure out what it is. Yeah. Sure. Uh, how do you feel about 11? I suppose 12 because of my jack of all trades. It's a cute lantern with a little dancing blue flame in it. Hey, guys, this is cute. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go 10 to the unconscious dude. OK. How's yeah, he look? Well, he's, um, he's alive. He's really beat up. He's got some pretty bad wounds, but he's not going to die. Strictly okay. speaking, I think he has like, I think I rolled a d4 for how many hours it takes for him to gain a hit point. One hour. He will, on his own, gain a hit point in one hour without any intervention. Uh, I'm going to uh, try to assist him. I think I'm going to use a, a blazing Acer, Acer Leaf to try to use my herbalism kit to make like a poultice to help him. Can I do like a medicine check on him? That's him? you'd be using an ingredient, so we're out of battle. Okay. I mean, you'd just be you'd be using up that 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 medicine. 
Okay. Yeah, I, I just want to use that medicine to. I don't want to like because I think the if you like eat blazing acer leaf, you you have like a charisma adverse effect. It's gonna I happen. Use it. It's like, okay. Sure. You can you can make a medicine check. That's actually that's cool. Yeah. See if you can get rid of the negative effects with a medicine check. I like that. Okay. Well, I actually, I think that Acer Leaf is 1d4 plus medicine modifier. Maybe I can... Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to use my herbalism kit. That's the, Got I it. guess, the overall thing. So For sure. I'll just, I'll do a, a medicine check, and then I'll yep. do the resolve it. Uh, it looks like I got a, a 20. Wow. A dirty 20. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you managed to pick out the stinkier and okay. really bright red veins in the leaf that make the, dis the discoloration happen. All right. I heal him for eight. Okay. Um, yeah, so he kind of comes to and shakes his head and looks around and practically speechless. Um, and he's just like, oh, God. He looks at his, the wounds that his comrades have, and he looks at his bloody uh, Albert. And he's like, what, what have I done? I, uh, I grab his, like, arm, and I say, you did not do it. And I kind of get up and and walk away. Give me a persuasion check with disadvantage as he's holding the bloody weapon. And I kind of point over to while I do that I also point over to the the <clears throat> ghost the ghost's body. I say that did it. Just the pile of ectoplasm? Yeah. Yep. Uh 7. <laughs> okay. He's like this is their blood on my weapon. He's like you should have fucking killed me. Zal steps in and and just says, uh, we need your help. We need to make sure this never happened again, happens again. I suppose first I need to understand what happened here. And you, you now serve that higher purpose. He, um, he honestly doesn't have much recollection of what happened. And he looks kind of shocked. He just says, we were having an okay night. Um, hadn't seen anything unusual yet. There's usually something at this part of the wall, most nights, I think it, we remember we remembered hearing some laughter coming outside the walls, kind of got ready for battle, and that's all I can remember. You were possessed. Does that happen often around here? This is not your normal. My understanding of this tower is that you often face the undead, uh, but this is to my understanding, something totally different. Yeah, he's, um, he looks alarmed and scared at that news and says, uh, we have never seen, what do you mean, like that pile of goo on the ground controlled my body? That's, no. Yes. That's new. That's new. Oh, okay. Seems, this is, mm. this is getting worse. This is getting worse. And he's like shaking in, in the corner. Well, uh, maybe you need something to eat. <laughs> can I can I interest you in some soup? <laughs> 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 you, you want to try a persuasion check for that? Yeah. I would like to do that, please. This is definitely going to be a disadvantage. Why ever so? This seems like it's right on tar right on target. Like yeah. persuasion. A disadvantage is 15. This was like an almost impossible a task. So no. Oh, <laughs> he's, not mad, he's not mad about it. 
But he's like, fuck no, man. It's like, <laughs> no. I rolled like a five. Demon. My first yeah, scene is a five. It's a plus ten. That's insane. It's like that scene in Office Space where uh, the, his buddy, the construction worker, is like, no. No, man. <laughs> Shit, no, man. <laughs> Please get your ass kicked saying something like that, man. <laughs> he looks at a loss. He's like, I don't know how we're going to keep this up. Well, don't worry about tonight. Uh, we'll need to be here tonight. Uh, but maybe... Um, is there anyone to contact uh, for reinforcements for the night for this watch? Um, yeah, they have a, they have a, he, he explains, he's like, there's always a few guys on call that have, usually have a night off, but. We should definitely call them in. Uh, let's start there. If they haven't had dinner, let them, let them know that we've got something for them. Uh, and not to worry about that on our way in. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's um. He says that uh, they could pull some guards from a few other towers over, just to kind of double up defenses here tonight. They could activate their call system. And do you do you have a spouse um, or a significant other? I'll roll a d6. Let's see if he has. See how many wives he has. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, yes, <laughs> he got higher than a, a three. Uh, We'll go home and, and be with your family. Um, okay, yeah. He looks shook. He's like, I'm gonna go activate. I'm gonna go get, get I'm gonna go round up some, some troops and tell them what's going on, where you guys are at. And that I guess there's food for some reason. Um, <laughs> that's odd. And thank you, I'll, I'll just, I'll call it, I think I'll call it there. This guy's name is Davis and he is the captain of this guard tower. You say Beavis? Davis. Davis, before you leave, will you sign my book? He just walks out. Fucking, he's gone, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Bazel goes upstairs to the second part of the tower and starts investigating. Okay. What are you you doing? What are you looking for? Uh, I am looking for any... uh, evidence on how this thing got in or why it why it's here and anything sort of out of the norm for the top half of a guard tower which i can't even really picture in my mind what a normal top half of a guard tower looks like they it's they're pretty simple up here they just have the battlements and the trap door leading down to the interior of the guard tower suppose i should roll huh yep Uh, 19 plus. Wow. Okay. Some change. 20, 30, 20. So you don't, you don't notice anything unusual about this guard tower itself. Um, in fact, all the doors are, all the other doors are closed and the arrow slits are like, you couldn't fit a human through that or a human sized apparition. So it's obvious that this thing can like float through solid objects, the ghost. So it's just like, it must've just floated on through. With that good of a check, your attention is drawn to the northwest of town. Sounds like everything you've heard is that all these attacks, all these undead attacks are most of them are coming from that direction. And 
you recall from your story with the Queen of Air and Darkness that there is not much up there, but far away, you can't see it, but there is the ruins that the Grung had colonized and were inhabiting. So it just occurs to you with that good of a check that that's kind of what's northwest of town. Well, and we'll say that the guards, the guards post up. There's a lot of them. So Kiku kind of like nervously is like, this, this is kind of fucking, this is rough, but uh, this will do it. I think on the fish, guys. <laughs> Not what I expected to happen. We throw like a sheet over the bodies. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good idea. Yep. Before, before the party gets there. Yeah, move them to the corner or somewhere else. Yeah, it'll be a it'll be a memorial service that's catered. <laughs> so that will move all the fish. Since you had about you had less than half of it left. Nice. So that gains you a point, uh, another point of reputation with Whitehaven, and Kiku pulls you aside as thanks. Everybody, she well, especially Quill, hands him a, a bag of her uh, a satchel of her her homegrown tackle. Especially Quill. Yeah. <laughs> And she says, oh. I, feel like I, I feel like I owe you something. Um, and I, I know you're kind of an enthusiast. I have found that the heat, the Indian heat from the cauldron, there are some like little lakes and swamps, like mini swamps southwest of the cauldron. And the atmosphere actually lends itself to tobacco farming. Oh, And I've got a little spot that works quite well. So if you wanted to, you know, if you want to drop some of Pappy's Sweet goodness down there. I, I won't object. I will do that. Does this does your stuff have a name? Uh special K. Special K. <laughs> Love it. Love it. I was gonna call it Kiku's crank, but I think uh That's a long name. <laughs> Thank you. Uh Thank you, guys. He's, I'm sorry he's about the night. My reputation. Sorry about the night. Like, yeah, that's fucking Whitehaven. 